Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Wrestle Your Perception podcast. I'm your host, Luigi Rotundi. And today I have two guests, two very special guests. One of them, he's been on the show before. You know him pretty well by now. I think he's been on two episodes. Um, He's a pretty smart guy. I mean, he's a doctor. So he's very handsome. He's athletic. He's Whoa. a coach at Atomic Training and Performance. That is subjective. And he just completed a North American Championship race in which he did very well at with our team from Atomic Training and Performance. And my second guest has more degrees than a thermometer. She has her bachelor's in exercise science. And that's it. She is her, a certified strength and conditioning specialist. She is a Spartan SGX master coach. She owns her own gym. She's the driving force behind Atomic Training and Performance. Without her, Atomic Training and Performance would not exist. It would have never been created. (laughs) What? Her name is Coach Casey Rotundi. So today's podcast is going to be Basically, we're going to touch on Ben and Casey's journey and experience at the North American Championships in Stratton, Vermont. And um, I know Casey had a long journey getting there. She set a goal in 2019, in the beginning of the year, to get in top to get in the top 20 in the 15K at um, at North American Championships. And she qualified. I believe it was in a Spartan race. Was it? Actually, my goal started 2018. 2018, I, I'm Because as soon as I did the Savage Race, mm-hmm. I qualified. And I was like, well, okay. Okay, so you qualified. And her goal was to get top 20. <clears throat> and we had a board in the gym. Age group. In her age group. We, at Atomic Training and Performance, we had a board written in, in the gym where everybody wrote their goals on. It was a goal board for the start of 2019. And that was her goal. And that was it was a big goal. You know, the girls never ran on a mountain competitively before um, and same goes for you Ben right yeah I've was that, never, done, never, never done a competitive was that mountain. part of your goal for 2019 for, 2019 for sure oh, to race at North Norrams oh yeah oh this did, we talked about it 2019 was like as far as my physical goals go everything was secondary to Norham Norham was by far the most important thing 100% physically so with that being said we're gonna we're gonna go backwards a little bit cause I'm gonna get in into norm in a second but we're on the two days did you say coach casey i did you didn't hear it okay just making sure okay i'm just kidding casey's my wife by the way so we had we had to talk for about an hour to get her warmed up to what we're doing right now doing the podcast because we're in our house our little boy's sleeping in the next room we got ben over here and uh he said good morning he didn't mean it we had to put some pillows in front of his door so he doesn't hear us but it's, it's good. We're having a good time. Normally, we're out of ATP, but tonight, we're doing it out of the house, which I've done it before with Alex. Um, so, Ben, we have we got a hurricane coming in two days. Yep. Now, they're kind of saying it's going north, but what brings me to this topic is last year... No, not last year. When was it? Irma. Irma. No, Irma two, two years ago. ago. Two, two years, years ago. ago, it was Irma, and Ben was pretty frantic, and once yeah. you go into the story about that, because yeah. I'll... So, 
We'll was, start from the phone call, or was there something that went on? Because when you called me, yeah, no, I, I know where I know where to start from. I right, start so, from. So go ahead, let's hear it. I don't want to hear this story. Being that a good chunk of this podcast is going to be about my emotional instability. Hey, <laughs> I'm glad you prepared for that. I'll get the ball rolling. <laughs> um, so about two, no, one week before. Irma, which was really our first hurricane that I was going to experience here. Because he's pa- from Texas. Yeah, the past decade had really been pretty clean uh, other, th- other than that. Uh, a week before that, my wife tore her meniscus and was on crutches. Um, and we had no shutters. We had garbage windows, just garbage windows. Um, and we have in our house, at that time, we had in our house uh, two pit bulls, one, two, three, four, five cats, and uh, I think we had we had two birds at that time. No, we had one bird at that time. We didn't have the second bird yet, uh, and a snake, uh, and it was it was just a nightmare. Like we ended up evacuating actually to a farm upstate. That that sounds like I killed my dogs. <laughs> um, he we didn't. Had, he didn't. We we ended up evacuating to a farm upstate, which was just a, a miserable uh, time trying to get up there. Um, but yeah, I I. Didn't like I, I went and bought. Uh, but didn't it follow you? Yeah, yeah it followed us. It followed us. It followed us there to hit us there, <laughs> which was that's why it was the most stupid experience ever. They never. But I called. I called Luigi like the day before we left. Uh, I bought particle board. I didn't even buy. I didn't even. I didn't even buy like. Wow. Good, I bought, like, I don't think I knew that particle part. board. We drilled particle board. Like we only did one. Or we did two. We did we two. Really it took did. us about three fucking hours. Yeah, it was because we didn't have it, obviously the side of most houses. Concrete, and we're drilling into this without a um, without a hammer drill. And a hammer drill is what you need to drill into concrete, or else you're gonna have a fucking hard time. We basically just drilling. had a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> we're drilling into it with a with a with a crappy drill, and that's that's why it took us so long to get in. Oh my the guns. And so then after after we finished that, like we, we, we took us till nine o'clock at night at least. You thanks, yeah, thanks for that by the way. Late. So <laughs> we we ended up out. dude. I was freaking. So we ended up. Uh, bailing and my my uh, maintenance guy said he would he would put all the rest of ours on for us. Yeah, and, and, uh, did he? And, uh-huh. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, we came back and no window was broken, but all the pieces of wood were yeah. just like there. Yeah. Like, oh, and we were supposed to get a five. Like we were scared, and he has to work because he's a firefighter. Yeah. And I evacuated my dad's, which is like higher ground, and it was supposed to be a five. I remember you. I like, think you invited me to your dad's. And it was actually. like nothing. Kind of, I mean, damage, damage wise, power didn't go out here, right? Not here. No, but the power went out at your dad's. Well, he lives. He lives on the intercoastal. So Marco was six months old. Speaking of my dad, though, fun fact, and this is not a dad joke. This is for real. (laughs) He told me that. Do you know why they're called hurricanes? And they used to only be female names because they're so so sporadic and and Unpredictable. (laughs) unpredictable. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so they realized that like. I don't know, sometime later on that that's completely sexist and started naming them like Dorian, for instance. Is Dorian a boy or a girl? I would assume a boy. Dorian is a, a male name, but you can use it either way, like any name, really. But yeah, Dorian was supposed like, to come this weekend, guys. What? No, I, just, I don't know if these people know. How is it? And now don't they alternate? Don't they do like A girl, B boy, C girl, Probably. D boy or something? Probably. 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 It is one of those going to be a doozy. Like uh, 48 hours ago, we were like 
Oh, fucking yesterday it was like, all right, man, what the heck's going on? It is a ploy, people. I am born and raised South Florida. You guys aren't. You're transplants. I was here for Andrew, which was a mofo, and we were terrified. We evacuated, and that was bad, but it was worse in Homestead. They, like, never know these things. Remember Katrina, though? Do you guys ever, do you remember watching Katrina? Mm -hmm. Like, it just all of a sudden took a different path and, like, completely destroyed New Orleans, or not New Orleans, but Louisiana. Yeah, like, but it's like, I'm so used to them not having it correct. And the funny thing is, the European model is usually right about these American hurricanes. Well, they say it's the most accurate, right? Yeah. And that was the one I think that first (laughs) predicted this one was going to. This one's a hemicane. Turn right. Uh. (laughs) Oh, God, I just got it. Hurricane, Hurricane. yes. It's not a dad joke, it's a real thing. No, remember. Someone look it up. Look it up. Oh, okay. What's it, why is a hurricane called a hurricane? I mean... I don't believe it. Well, I don't think that's why they name it that, but it wouldn't surprise me if like, they, they, they assign female no, names. It's like, um, oh, what are they, a psychology thing. They say when you're something, it has to do with what, hysteria. Hysteria what is because of, of, like, our... Hormones, yeah. Like, Hyster- like women specifically. Re- like, I said, watch your hand to Casey because she almost hit her wine glass over. Oh, because it's not good morning, guys. That's just what I say. But isn't that isn't that right? Like hysteria like was originally a, 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 a like a psychological diagnosis to describe women who were having really any sort of any sort of menses. <laughs> men- I think it's called menses. I don't even know. Um, or any sort of anxiety, or like, it was it was it was a it was a term from a darker time in psychology. I'll put it that way. Women are sporadic, and what was the other one? Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Completely true. Yeah. It's like the movie Armageddon. Remember, he wanted to name the the uh, the asteroid after his wife, and the guy said, "That's sweet wine." He said, "Because she's a blood sucking bitch who's, who wants to destroy everything or something." <laughs> I didn't know. Armageddon that. was a great movie. Very good. Movie. Women can be vicious. I know. Oh yeah, believe me, I am. I don't know from personal experience. I love you, baby. Aww. Aww. So, My wife. Crazy his baby. <laughs> so let's go on to North American Championships. So I'm going to start with Casey. So. Leading up to the North American Championships, why why did you pick this as your goal for 2019? Okay. Um, well, because I've always actually qualified for NORAMs and for OCL Worlds, and I was never able to go because opened the gym, uh, got married, bought a house, had a baby, all within the same year. And then it was just like adjusting after that. And it just and then before that it was like planning the wedding and the facility. So it was like never good timing for me. And this year I was like, you know what? I know I want to have another baby eventually. And I was like, now's my time to kind of be selfish. And and I mean if you want to say that, or just be myself again, if you will. But I adjusted to everything and I freaking qualified pretty easily because I wasn't even planning to like be competitive at the savage race I did because I was not I'm not a runner but their obstacles are harder and they have the band system and so that's where I succeed and so I got second place so explain real quick I know we touched on the band system before so explain the band system you know you're a good host I've talked about this in previous podcasts so go ahead and explain the band system so the band system is basically if you cannot you can attempt an obstacle multiple times, but if you cannot get through that obstacle, you give up your band to um, go further in the course. So that meaning, though, that if you give up that band, you cannot place um, in your age group. But that's what they say, but I know people 
who have still placed specifically in Savage that have given up their band. And I'm not going to say anybody. Well, obviously, you're not going to say anybody's <clears throat> name. But, yeah, but, well, obviously there's flaws in every system. So, with with that being said, you talking about the band system, what other systems are there in obstacle course racing? Well, there's a penalty system, which a lot of people do, which is like, you know, a penalty loop or penalty burpees, which is Spartan. I, even being a Spartan coach, which, thank you, Luigi, for the introduction, I have many more certifications. I know you do. <laughs> and I knew you didn't know that, but I want the people no, at wait. home to know. I Let's, know my let, shit. Wait, let me, let me reestablish <laughs> this. Okay. That intro was a very brief intro. This, I'm saving her real intro for when I have her on, just oh. her and I, and not really. This is a specific podcast talking about hurricanes and North American Championship because we're on the eve of a hurricane and not the eve but ish the eve of a hurricane so you know we're talking about that and and we're drinking wine well I am the main thing is the North American Championship so you'll get your proper introduction with all your certifications no I didn't mean it like that I just meant like because you like put me on this pedestal and then you like said two things and I'm like I actually have like 12 certifications yeah so no I know and I'm not trying to like boast myself I'm just saying like no 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 I just felt like you put me up here and I'm like oh there was no follow through with why like really you opened up a gym you're the driving force anybody can open a gym I was was pretty disappointed I was like I mean wow my coach is pretty fucking yeah Right? Yeah, I felt the same I, way. I was like, impressed. wait, what are you talking about? I'm nothing. He's joking. Well, the first time you met me? <laughs> no, I was talking about now. Never mind. Okay. So oh, back to his intro. You're like, yeah, to, she's not impressive. So back to the penalty loop. Not and that I need that. Penalty Sorry. loop. It's okay. And you talked about the thirty burpees. What do you prefer as far as the the uh, the system in obstacle course race? Okay. Well, I mean, it, it depends on the athlete. Me as an like more personal yeah yeah, me okay so i don't consider myself a runner i think i've had to work very hard to be a competitive ocr athlete because i'm not like a road racer i used to i used to be when i was in my like 20s and i just i don't think of myself as a runner um but with the obstacles and the band system i will fly through those obstacles and pass much faster runners because i'll get it on the first try usually you know like i can't Mm -hmm. say always but usually and that's like even at savage like i was behind and i was like in my mind i was like just keep going you know you're gonna catch them and like sure enough i was you know the first three miles sucked because it was like just running and walls and crawls and then the last couple miles, I was like, it was all obstacles, and it was like, boom. But did you expect that at Savage? To yeah, get, did I you, did. To do what you did? I didn't expect to get podium, no. Oh, okay. Because I actually wasn't, um, I underestimate myself a lot, and that's a bad quality of myself, but um, I didn't train, like, knowing so much about exercise science, if I don't train the way I feel I need to train, like, whether that's enough time or whatever, then I completely, like, kind of self-sabotage in a sense. Sorry, guys, I'm human, but... Um, I, I was not planning to be competitive that weekend. And I was like, I'm just going to see what I can do. And sure enough, I got second place, qualified for Noram. And then Noram turned out even better than I expected as well. So so on the, so I, I, I was there the whole journey for Noram. So the, and I felt it was, it was pretty special because I saw you get in the best shape of your life. I mean, physically, you're always in shape. You always look good. I'm not even just saying that. But... Training for this, I've never seen you train as hard for something. And um, how did you feel training for this? Like, I know you put the time in, you week in and week out, you put the time in, and I was there for it. 
So how did you feel leading up to this, leading up to the race, confidence-wise, physically, mentally? How did you feel? So From beginning to end, like okay. the start of your training cycle? Yeah. So the 2019 goal board that you mentioned at ATP, I put that up there a, a lot for me as well. Because how am I going to ask you guys to display your goal? But yet I was afraid to put this goal because I had never been to Noram. Everyone says it's the biggest stage for OCR besides Worlds. Um, and I was intimidated by it, which I think is a good driving force when you have a goal for fitness is like do things that intimidate you because it makes you like kind of want to train. Um and so I knew that I had work. And then every race I did um, in the beginning of 2019 was not with a goal to podium or a goal to do this, but a goal to use it towards training for Noram. And in that, it was, I did great. I got a Spartan podium. I got top 10 every time I got uh, Native X. I think I got second place. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what other race. Oh, Asheville. So I ended up getting um, recruited. I'm a Spartan coach as well. And I got recruited to Asheville, which was a mountain race, which I was supposed to get several mountain races before this one because of my job with Spartan. But I got canceled on a couple of them because of, you know, logistics or whatever, like Florida girl, you know, having to travel northeast. They uh, they went a cheaper route, I guess. But sorry. Um, anyways, What's moving on. So no. So I got my Asheville race like like a couple weeks beforehand and it was perfect. And I freaking got like fifth place or is that right fifth place mm-hmm. and i shocked myself because that was on a mountain and then i just knew that like my training was was there i i wasn't afraid of the obstacles i i think i've, I've always had a good grip and you call me baboon for a mm-hmm. reason i'm lats i'm a lot of lats yeah she has muscular armpits too that's what he says he says i have like bulges in my armpits <laughs> she does like i have an extra muscle guys in my armpit but that is actually from the surgeries I've had. Mm-hmm. The extra muscles? So you got an extra muscle? No, no, I'm just saying, like, no, no, I had kidding. a lot of chest surgeries for other reasons. And <clears throat> yeah, um, we're going to get into that on the other podcast. But, like, but. you know, I had to adapt my training for that, like, years ago. And I think that made me a stronger climber in the future. Same with, I. people don't know this, I had hyperhidrosis as a kid. Like, my whole life, really sweaty hands. And when I was 23 in college, trying to get my DPT, which is Doctorate of Physical Therapy, I was doing these internships um, to get into school for that. And I would have to keep napkins in my scrubs because I was so embarrassed to touch patients because I used to stretch them or, you know, just apply therapy. And, and then I, you know, they say Botox in the hand, deodorants. Well, I was able to get this surgery where they clamp a nerve in your spine and I've never had sweaty hand sense. It's the best thing besides, you know, replacing my toxic breast. It's the best thing I've ever done because, like, you know, physically, like, marrying you is the best. Uh-huh. But. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> Look at our son. Go uh-huh. on. But um, who knew that would, like, help my obstacle proficiency, you know? So I think that's kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's interesting fact, I guess. So now that, so as far as, like, the journey goes. When you so you said that that last race, Asheville, yeah, that gave you a big confidence boost. Well, Asheville was like like I said like I think like two weeks before the race, and I was supposed to have three mountain races leading up as part of my training towards this, but I got canceled on those other ones, and I had just been training at Vista View, which people in Florida, South Florida, know Vista View is a freaking landfill that's been like cement capped and like deemed safe. 
So it's like like a hundred yards up, mm-hmm. you know, incline. But like you just do repeats, and um, it, Asheville proved to me that my training was on point with the mountain stuff. Because on top of that, it was like treadmill work on the incline. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I'm not a runner, and that my main goal was I pretty much focused on basically mountain legs and iron grip, but iron grip by not doing obstacles. Like I didn't just go out there and do obstacles all the time. I found creative ways to train my grip so I wouldn't rip my hands, you know? Creative ways? Yeah. Like just like carries and holds and like different things that like isn't necessarily going to rip your hands like doing monkey bars a million times or something Mm -hmm. like that. Cool. But I learned a lot in these races that I'm so excited to apply to my athletes because I, I consider myself a much better coach than athlete. That's good. And that's what I, I feel like I finally became my best student this year, if you will, because I never like gave into those selfish things of like, oh, I just want to you know, skip my training. Like I was pretty disciplined. And, you were. And I would like go for two hours on a Sunday, regardless of where or what or like when. Like it was just... I had to get it done, and the the discipline pays off. Do you regret anything about it, about training for it? <gasps> Why do you ask that? Just a question. Um, well, shit. I mean, no, I can't yeah, because I got fourth place in my age group, and I thought twenty was an overzealous goal. You know, like I was intimidated, but to get top twenty, not knowing that it's the same system as savage where it's i mean i did know that it's the band system but not knowing how many women that would take out to benefit me Mm -hmm. you you understand i got you so hold that because that was your that was was your journey that was my journey ben's journey is completely different because he's a journeyman i want to hear ben's journey to north americans champ north american championships wine refill (laughs) And, um, and then we're going to go back to Casey and we're going to talk. And then we're going to interrupt each other and we're going to talk about North American Championships all together. Because the actual the actual happening yeah, as the opposed to the training. Event. Yeah, because I know you guys had a good time and it was it was fun and there no. was some funny moments. But we got to talk about the race specifically. Well, of like, course. But we, him and I especially have a, quite a few moments to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, I'm going to use the restroom also. So ben, with you. Uh, you know my training. I'll, this is, so is going to be news. Ben, with, your with, your, with your training, tell me about, okay, tell me about why you picked North American Championships and did you qualify or not qualify? Well, tell me the story. Um, uh, I did not qualify. I, I went in as a journeyman and a journeyman is basically uh, Norium's way of saying, hey, you're not very good, but we would like to take your money anyway. So, come on over. So, real quick before you keep going, how did that work out? Oh, you being a journeyman. Um, what happened? The the the, the only drawback. There were a couple of drawbacks to no, being a No, not a drawback. What was a positive? The biggest positive that came out of it. I already know. What? Oh, the third place. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I got third place out of. They didn't. They didn't bother to break the journeyman up into age groups. It was just. There were 120 of us, uh, I think. No, there were 91 of us. There were 91 of us, and I got third out of 91, awesome. um, which was which was pretty cool. I, I'm not gonna lie, that that felt that felt pretty cool. They didn't give out medals. Uh, they didn't they didn't bother to have journeyman place because journeyman could kind of theoretically could cut corners as they saw fit. I, I think everyone really pretty much tried to 
do uh, do everything. But I, I went as journeyman because, um, as was made clear in a previous podcast with me, uh, I was not a, I was not I did not deem myself a runner until me not being a runner stopped getting me the attention that I wanted. <laughs> And once it's like, oh, if I switch to running, I'll get more attention. Um, I started running. I, I ran actually a pretty fair amount in high school uh, and in college. I played ultimate frisbee, which had a lot of running. Ultimate frisbee. It's a great sport. We're gonna see. And it okay. is a sport. Ben's the most random athlete. Listen, like, listen. I'm gonna go by ultimate frisbee. Ben says you run five miles on ultimate frisbee. Casey, can you look this up, please? Oh my God! Oh, I heard this on your. Last but go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. Ultimate frisbee extraordinaire. Keep going. No, no, I wasn't very good. No, no, no. Back but, to Norams. But so, oh, but back to Norams now. The train leading up to it, the journey to North America Championship. So I, so my. Did a lot of frisbee. <laughs> Ninety throws a day each arm. Oh, the, the grip training, the grip frisbees, training. weighted frisbees. Yeah, weighted frisbees. You had um, you had to th- you could throw a backhand versus forehand. That was just the the Mickey Mouse balloon that Casey was gonna. Oh, he saw it. You walked over with it, like oh, I hope he doesn't see the balloon in my hand. I was gonna just pop this up, just like randomly. Oh my god. Um, Kate so, has a Mickey Mouse balloon that we bought today for our son, or my father-in-law bought for our son, and she was going to try to distract him with it. Like that matters. Um, <laughs> so a lot of a lot of my so I did you know the Vista View training with coach which uh, with coach and everybody else who was there um, was pretty brutal, um, but it definitely got got you ready uh, mentally oh, and physically. Oh, yeah, mentally as well. <laughs> you always accuse me of not doing it. No, 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 no. But I, no, no. I just mean like Vista View specifically because the thing is, as South Florida, we don't have the elements of Stop elevation. Looking up ultimate frisbee rules. Sorry, but um, the heat is something that like seriously prepares you because if you can train in that heat, oh my gosh, how good was Vermont? Oh, oh yeah, the temperature in Vermont was yeah, perfect. Yeah, like you just you can go faster because you're not as hot. Yeah. Like, but, but but what I was referring to is there would be numerous times where Coach would be like, like on on Monday she'd be like, you haven't been to Vista View in three weeks, and I was like, I was there yesterday. We talked. <laughs> we talked on top of Vista View Mountain, and you, you forgot thing, that I existed. Let me tell you another thing, Ben. When I Let me tell you. At the gym, she goes to me. He never even trained. <laughs> she says to Eric, "What the hell do you mean I never trained? I train all the time." Like, no, 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 Because no, 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 no. Luigi's that guy who I'm like not, never comes in. No, no, no. I'm sorry, but Go you ahead. don't you don't come in and do obstacles, and then all of a sudden you're just like amazing at any obstacle you touch for the first time. Not, I'm not amazing. But I appreciate you're, that. You're successful. But I could do an op- I could do obstacles, yeah. But she's like, he never trains. I just meant like, it in that way, like the <laughs> obstacles. But you, okay, but you straight up forgot. Let's not forget you. Like I don't want to forget about the fact that you forgot about me. And you'd be like, where are you? Why aren't you coming? I'm here. Like I forget about everybody. I literally people. missed two weeks, and the two the two Sundays that I missed, I was running a half marathon <laughs> in Seattle. Well, that's what I'm half marathon in down. Chicago. Like I knew oh, that you you did wait, a half marathon. Wait, tell me about this. The half marathon in Seattle now. How, how did the last mile go for that? In, in Seattle? Yeah. Seattle. When you took that shot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That was Pittsburgh. Did I took you I t- half marathon in Pittsburgh? Or yeah, I did a half marathon. Well, my, that was my wife's first marathon, that? and I did the half. Was that? That was, was that was back in, like, May, and there was just a guy giving out. But that yeah. was part of your training. Yeah. yeah. So and it was just a guy, a guy was just handing out shots of what? this real powerful whiskey. I mean, uh, I mean, Listen, let me tell you though, if you're in the middle of running, second, any whiskey is powerful. One second, so go ahead. I mean, he was just a mile, like twelve and a half, and he was just handing out shots for for his uh, for his um, twelve and a half. 
not brewery. What do you what, what do you call it? Distillery. Distillery. You just had a shot for his distillery, uh, and I just took a shot of whiskey and just was Ugh. like, I, I'm u- I'm used to drinking manly drinks like Bahama Mamas and Sex <laughs> on the Beach. And what happened? I don't remember. Did I, I just, you I just, throw up? No, I didn't throw up. I thought, you, I thought you took the shot and then you finished the race and threw up. Oh my god! No, no, no! I shivered, but I, but I, but I definitely because it was just a really cold race. Um, but I definitely felt it. Like I was definitely like I, I took the shot and I like half of me regretted it and half of me was like that was that's great. I'm so glad you did that. Yeah, oh, I but it's it was, like yeah, I could see I both care. sides. I, I but it was it was a lot but of. But it's a bad decision. Really. It was a good bad decision. It was bad good. No, hold on. Did it was she, a good did bad Jess decision. Do it? No, no. So she just run a marathon. She did the marathon, which didn't even pass by that that part. This is true. This is true. Yeah, I've seen people out there with beer. You know, when I used to do marathon, half marathon, but well, they might be drinking Michelob Ultra, which isn't beer. It, it, That's, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's beer like, adjacent. At this that point, Michelob Ultra gets shit on. No, that is that is for time. yeah, exactly. That is for marathoners. <laughs> it's such garbage. It's just commercials. No, but like your your GI tract is gonna like act explosively for like anything you do at that point you yeah know? but you can remember for guys it's about it's about the story like I, I just so did a so you're hot... okay with like shitting oh your pants to the finish oh like... as long as it's a story I can tell I just did a hot wing eating contest and almost died Wait, like a hot what a hot wing eating contest a couple that's weeks not ago. what I heard when um like two weeks ago where uh, at Steve's house you don't know Steve <laughs> oh you did it at a house Steve's it was like house. a restaurant oh no my buddy and I I he... thought he said hot weenie Yes, I had a hot weenie eating contest. I heated up weenies <laughs> at, Steve's weenies. at Steve's house. <laughs> Me and Guys, Steve heated up some weenies. It's bedtime, like for real. Oh so my god! So my training, anyway. So a lot of obstacle stuff. A lot of um, a lot of trying to get mental training and like just no like, training to the point where you feel pain and like you want to quit and then continuing there to get used to that feeling of fuck, I hate this, but keep going. Um, I think my main staple uh, was in reality for training was I would go to the gym on like Friday nights and I would just. I would run from one end of the gym and back, and then I would jump onto the wing nut, and I would do a pull up, and I would run from one end of the gym and back, and just do, I just so did pull ups. Guys, our... the wing nut—I know we talked about this in the podcast—is a, is a swing, is a swinging obstacle where you would swing from one handle, which is they call, the handle is called the wing nut, and then you would swing to the next wing nut, vice versa, whatever. Um, I just wanted to touch on that. People yeah. didn't know what the hell a wing nut is because oh. basically. Never heard it was, of that, but I was, I was using it just as, a, as an elevated chin-up bar, so I would have to test my like ability to jump up. So it, my, a lot of my training was run 50 yards, basically. Yeah, it's like run 50 yards, jump two and a half feet, do one or two really firm kind of explosive pull-ups, land, and then just do that for 10 minutes over and over and over again. That was a lot of my training, and it, it felt like it paid off pretty well. Go ahead. But looking back at that and now wanting to go again next year, because now I know we're both hungry for next year oh, as well. Next year. So do you think that is the same thing you were going to do? Like, like, that, like that seems like kind of silly almost for like the mountain race. No, it's good training, of course, but like it, specific. You, I don't think silly is the word. Not, not was, silly, but like 50 yards, like it's not as specific. I think... I think I'll probably will will do it because what it did is it, it made me know it because I, I was moving during like I would run those fifty yards as opposed to when you're in the mountain you're kind of jogging it. It got me comfortable doing pull ups when my arms didn't want to do when it, when I when I was fatigued. Obviously, it didn't help me one bit with the mountains, but I also I think it also coalesced with another goal I had of be able to do thirty pull ups by the end of the year in a row. Well, I'm just saying because like if you go back to Nor- or OCR Worlds is what you want. If it's, um, if it's, you cramped 
in your legs pretty bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna get so, that. So, so the, wait, the pull-up goal. Sorry to go back a little bit. Did, that's for the end of this year. Yeah, you're on track. I haven't tested in a while. I think I, I think I tested it in June, and I was like a 22 or 23. Nice. But but to be That's honest awesome. with you, my main goals for this year were skip a run on the salmon ladder and do Norim, and I did both those. So, awesome. so you still got like three months. So. Yeah, and truth be told, like I'm not. Oh, yeah, four months. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm not like if I if I don't get it, like I'm not devastated. Like the whole thing this year was yeah. was dead hang for five minutes, which I haven't tested yet. Dead hang for five minutes, uh, Noram, and skip a run on the salmon ladder. And if I do all three of those, I'm, I'm good. Do the, the, the dead hang with you. Sure. Um, so it helped with training. It was also just kind of fun. I, I, it was just kind of a fun thing to do. Um, the pull up one. Oh, okay. The pull yeah. up no, one. I, I would only see you on Fridays doing those those trainings. I, like, I like do a pull up every 10 seconds or something yeah, like that. I did a few with you. And it's, I remember it's, doing it's that, yeah. Pain in the ass you got the Ronald rope, to do it. Yeah. The rope climbs and the medicine ball, and we would go run back and forth. I remember we did that that one drill that I really the liked. Ball. No, no, no. Running. Doing the monkey bars, running back, tagging someone. Doing the monkey oh, bars, yeah. running back, tagging someone. 50 feet of monkey bars. Especially when you do it a lot. Mm-hmm. And you do it for, like, for a few rounds. I think as far as training goes, though, the, the only thing I would change is just... I mean, I, I wouldn't even add more running. I think I had enough running in there. I would just... It's just the downhill. Elevation. It's oh, just that downhill. downhill. For sure. So, and that was a blind spot. In yeah. turn with that, I, I mean, yeah, you got to do that incline training. The downhill training is really hard to simulate. I, I mean, I don't even... Really? No, well, it gave me ideas though. As I was running down the mountain in Norham, because we had a big, what was it, two miles straight up, and then you hit a couple obstacles. Yeah, okay. To, okay. Um, so basically, the first thing you do is run up this mountain for two miles, and then you hit a few obstacles, and then you have to run down to the base of the mountain for the rest of it. And I mean, I was opening up, and I was fast. And like during that breaking of trying to like, you have to like break because otherwise you're just gonna fall. And I, I think I did fall once or twice. But um, it actually gave me really good ideas for these people going to Killington um, in a couple weeks. So I was very happy for that. So I've been implementing those things in the training for our athletes. Good. I mean, I think you can train for the Vista View. I think I, I just, I treated the down, when we trained at Vista View, I just treated the downhills yeah, an afterthought. I was just recovery. like, yeah, I was like, well, oh, it's just trotting down. Like, now I know. It's, exactly. It's funny you say that because I took Sarah there, or she took me there, I guess, uh, last Tuesday. And I told her we had to sprint downhill and then just power walk it uphill because that's honestly that's pretty much what i did going up two and a half miles nobody was really just running the whole time yeah i don't know how your age group well you were journey man so nobody journey gave a shit the thing is with running downhill it's actually i believe it's I, i'm not 100 sure but i think it's 10 times your body weight on each leg going uphill yeah. is two times your body weight on each leg so Get that going in your head. And I never, my legs were always fine this race. I never, everybody else cramped because I watched you guys all finish for the 15K anyways. Um, And I, because I finished first because I started first. Um, We were all different age groups and divisions. But like I watched each of them come through and y'all were all cramping in your legs. And I, I felt very grateful that I never had that. And I don't. I don't know, like, I felt like I, I try to train you guys the same way that I train, and so, like, I don't really know. Maybe it's different for men in general. A lot of things, it could be. You know, you, you guys really, demand more from your bodies. You have more muscle. You never really cramped for some reason. I've never seen you really struggle with that. I know I've struggled with it, with cramping and in, in my legs and whatever on, on long-distance races. But I know you prepared. 
You did electrolytes and all that, right? Yeah, but that just comes down to, to training that. I gave that I gave a lot of my away, which was a stupid move. You did what? When I saw other people who needed them, I gave some of them away, which ended yeah. up being a stupid. Uh, but then, is, but then, pe- yeah. but people paid it forward. Like people 100%. gave some to me, so. Yeah. No, I, I remember. I give. I always give stuff away, and it's funny because Rachel, um, shout out to Rachel, because uh, it was just her and I on this trip as the girls, anyways. But. Uh, from people from our team but uh she did the 3k not the 15k and her advice to me which her being my athlete and i was you know but like you know that's what i appreciate is that i was the athlete and i can learn something from everybody but like she told me she goes casey like don't be coach or something like that where basically telling me not to like cheer i cheer people on next to me when they're running or like you know help them chew them how to do an obstacle which in the long run is probably a bad idea and to be honest I don't think no, anybody knows this, but I was in third, and I didn't even know it. I knew I was top ten, but I was in third, and this other woman was behind me. She'd watch how I do an obstacle, and then she'd catch up to me, and wa- and she kept saying, oh, girl, you're my hero. And then she goes, what age group are you? And I go, I'm 35. That bitch took off running. So she was a runner, you know? Mm-hmm. I never saw her again. She got third place. And wow. I was like surprise that's why I was so shocked when I crossed that finish line and I got fourth I was like wow I was that close mm-hmm. I know she like she got it I knew who she was I saw her and but that's the thing is I wasted my breath and Rachel told me not yeah, to yeah, she's right During she's 100 percent right but I'm not that competitor no it's good to be because I'm a coach. It's good to be that at the starting line, whatever. If you can cheer people on, but during a race, I gotta get. You gotta shut I, your mouth. I know. What I did, what I, not obviously. You. No, because I always say that to my athletes. If you're talking, you're not working as hard yeah. as you could. You know. What I, what I did when I ran by my fellow journeyman, uh, my fellow journeyman, <laughs> is as I would run, I would just stick my thumb up. Like right when I passed him, I would just stick a thumb up over my like, not even like a like a real hard one, just like a little like, hey, I see you, keep it up, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Um, so, because you want, so you want to make up, it more chin down is what he did. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. basically stopped looking where you're going. He's yeah. playing heads up seven, <laughs> pretty much. That's hilarious. Um, but I, I have trouble with that competitiveness too. Like sometimes I can get real fired up. But like during the three k, uh, I don't, I don't. No, none of our team saw it. But uh, but I, I was finishing doing the um, uh, stairway. Yeah, yeah. The devil steps, as we call them. It's like devil steps. Yeah, um, and like I landed. And and someone and that was like kind of on the edge of the course, and there was a lady there with a with an English bulldog. And I stopped and I petted the dog yeah, poochie, poochie. <laughs> for like thirty for like thirty this seconds. Has been with a until someone was like, "Fucking like go, like go run." I was like, "Okay, I'll go back to yeah. running." It was a cute dog, though. Yeah. So I, I, I sometimes I struggle to find that competitiveness. Oh my god, man, that's funny though. So now, since we already got into into being at the race, you guys already touched on some of it. Um, tell me, what are you looking for? Oh, I just want to see how long we've been talking. 38 minutes. What, um, tell me about Vermont, when you arrived there, how did you mentally prepare, Mm. um, when you were at the starting line and during the race? Okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying, I think Ben and I both had the idea that we were going to go do the 15K and, like, just fuck freaking work to the 15K, which, you know, like, I've done well at, like, four-mile races, you know, like, with the Spartan Sprint and whatnot. I got the podium. But what I'm saying is, like, it took me a lot to get that endurance training. And so I was so focused on that part of the 15K that, like, him and I both, like, kind of almost last minute decided – you know what, let's just do the 3K. It's not that expensive. We're going to get to do these cool-ass obstacles because then it's only like, 
was it 20 obstacles for like two miles or something like that? 1.86 miles, 20 obstacles. What was it? 1.86 miles, 20 obstacles. Right. And so like him and I were both like kind of also ninjas, him more than me, but we were both like, yeah, let's just do that too. Because also people had told me that had been there before, like Casey, you should do that. And with the 3k, I, I was, I went in, I was having never been to Noram. You saw me the day before the day I left, I was so happy, excited, and I don't get excited for things until right before they happen. But like, <laughs> I didn't expect this of myself. I my, I couldn't like calm down. I was like fluttering. So real quick, if anybody has, I, I don't know if anybody's ever had like a little Yorkie dog <laughs> that's that's like gets like anxiety and yeah. shakes or Chihuahua. That's which that's what happened. That was to me. Her. The day before she left, or the day that she was taking off. I re- the day, yeah. No, it was the day I was leaving. The yeah. Day you were leaving. So the She's day before the the three k. Out, Casey yeah. was was shaking. She didn't know. She couldn't talk. It was she was like so excited. It was I was very strange. I related it, it to a ping pong where that was pinball. Me. I, no ping pong. Oh ping pong. Okay. I, well pinball too. Yeah. Pinball. Same thing. I was just boom, 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 boom. like I she was. She didn't know what to pack. No, no. I was like pretty. I'm always pretty organized because I write things down as well. But like, and I knew I had everything. Like check, check, check. I wasn't. It wasn't that I was nervous that I was forgetting something. It was just that like I was so excited because honestly. Like, honestly, vulnerability right here. Like, I felt, like, so prepared for this race in my South Florida sense that I felt like God was lining me up. And I knew that I was going to hit my goal. Like, I had it, that top 20, I was going to get it. And I just felt like God had me. And it just, I was so excited. But also, so using that energy towards the first day, the 3K, the fast course, less than two miles, I came out blazing and he was at the bottom. He actually helped me because I came out, I think I was like second when I first came down. Yeah. So you go up and then you come down and you don't go up two miles. You, you know, obviously, but, um, you go up first and then you come down and I was like, I think the second girl, how far did you go up in the two K starting out? Maybe like a half a mile. Oh, no, half a mile. Okay, no, no, no. You, it was the, the whole entire loop would probably be a third in reality. A third? Yeah, it was just because it was just up that hill, up the first, up the first bank, and then yeah. and then back around. So the the thing is with Noram, um, the course it's like the hardest part is in the front, you know, and then it's just about endurance, grip wise and running wise. And so with the three k, you know, people run up the mountain, they run down, they hit a wall, they go to Valkyrie. Well, my ass being fucking confident as shit, like, oh, let me skip some rings in the middle and be proficient. It's describe Valkyrie. Valkyrie is a series of rings going up into like an apex, like a pyramid. And so instead of hitting the top three rings, saving time, I go boop, 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 and I baboon swing over. And then I caught too much speed going down. So I put my hand out for the bell and I whiffed it. Okay. And so I drop and I'm like, holy crap. I couldn't believe it. Cause I, I it wasn't that I just like gave out it was mm-hmm. that i thought i touched it and mm-hmm. i didn't and so i had to repeat that obstacle and i did it right away you know and it was fine and i controlled myself i didn't skip rings going down that yeah. was the other problem i skipped rings going down because i caught so much momentum with my baboon swing <laughs> and like i wound it up and i couldn't control it coming down and so then you go up the back up the mountain with the freaking sandbag and i gotta say sorry noriam but like to have men that are like you know, diesel jacked, 250 pounds, like elite, carrying 50 pound sandbags. And then me, who's one racing at 115 and I'm five one. like, come on, man, I'm working harder than they are at that sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I agree with you. right? I'm so glad 
if they had that policy. Because if they gave me another twenty five pounds, I would have been mm. fucking dead. They should have like a, they should have like a give me thirty five. They should have like a man division, and then they should have a woman division, and they should have like a girly man division. Where mm. it's like, all right, if you're willing to make you like a girly man, you. you can like split the difference. Girly journeyman. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a journey woman. I'm a journey woman. <laughs> like, give me half of He's it. He's confused. <laughs> so, He's got to diagnose himself, guys. So you finish Valkyrie. No, and then you go back up the mountain, like and you get the sandbag. You go up, and then you go back down, and you go through the crawl, and, and then so then you get to like the. What is, I guess, considered the third or fourth obstacle because you have the wall and the carry and whatever. Um, but that, I never thought going into it that I was going to have a hard time with any of the obstacles. They all looked so doable, and we train for all this. We mimic everything at ATP, Atomic Training Performance. And then I freaking started failing. Like, I couldn't reach the bell. It was like a pipe, and then you got to, like, tilt your body over to get the pipe What's to. What's the name of this obstacle? Yeah, L A space G A F F E. Okay. Yeah. So you. you Climb up a pole okay. and then tip it over. And then climb up a piece of wood, tip it over. Climb up another pole, tip it over, hit the bell. Most athletes have this reach where they could bypass the last one. I think the last one was harder to move intentionally. I'm not even sure. But, like, I kept failing it and failing it. And because I was the first one to go, um, I knew that there were other people that I knew in the audience from even other teams that were, like, kind of like, oh, wow, Casey's not getting it. And I felt that. And I – and – I got video of myself failing it over and over, and then Ben was there, and he gave me the idea to, like, just climb up as hard as I can because they had, like, little handholds on the wood piece where maybe if I climbed up to where my hands were, after I tipped it over, then I could just kind of jump off because the thing is if you don't tip it over first and you try to jump off, it's going to move on you. So I tip it over. I climb up, and this was probably, I don't even know how much time I spent there, but I never, in my mind, I never thought I'm going to have to give up my band. I was just kind of, like, smiling, like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? Here. Yeah, like, and I was, like, confused about it because I never saw that happening, but I was, in the long run, my ultimate goal was a 15K, which was the next day, and having that failure at that obstacle, where that was the only one I had to repeat, after that, I would wait, like, five minutes and shake out and just drink some water and be like, oh, I'm only doing this one once you know because i was so pumped and that's where they have you like back to back to back to back like six obstacles where gibbons is the last one and gibbons is like floating monkey bar so it's the hardest most technical one and so after lagaffe was like i don't even know how much time i wasted there i have no idea but i attempted it over and over i was never pumped out it was the fact that i could not fucking reach this bell and i was getting pissed and i'm seeing people just like do it and I'm just like I don't understand like how the fuck am I failing this but also I learned the next day me I'm pale and I don't want to wear shorts when I race but I wore tights on Friday I knew Saturday a how to do the technique and it worked the first time and b I knew not to wear tights because tights made me slip on those pipes you know Mm -hmm. and so um, had I, I'm so grateful that I did that 3K because I learned. I never thought I would have a problem with an obstacle, and I, I spent a lot of wasted time on Legaff. Had I not done that 3K, I would 100% not have gotten what I did on Saturday. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have had Ben to coach me because Saturday we were all solo. We all started different times. I went, I even had a better warm up on Saturday because I was so disappointed by my performance at that obstacle that Sunday morning also missing my son Marco who's two years old I woke up Saturday for the 15k my the race that I wanted and I was just not 
as if I didn't have that energy anymore. But I almost thought maybe this is a good thing because I wasn't like yeah, bouncing jittery. off the walls. I was more like kind of like fuck this shit. I'm going to fucking I'm going to do it. I'm just because I was nervous about that one obstacle, you know? Mm-hmm. And I felt like and I did a, I went so I went earlier. I did a really long thorough warm warm up with my band and everything like just activating stuff and I had a f- phenomenal race. I felt in great the entire time. And I was just so thankful for that. Now, nutrition-wise, leading up to the race, I'm going to go back. We're going to go back to the Norams, but you said um, what got me thinking of this was the warm-up when you said you use your band, your elastic band to warm up. And that just made me start thinking about nutrition leading up to the race, and I wanted to touch up on that. What did you do nutrition-wise? We talked about your training, and nutrition-wise, what did you what did you do? I mean, I, I pretty much know what you ate, but yeah. in your head, thinking day to day, yeah. what were you thinking? Well, I definitely like uh, changed things up uh, just to see what was best for me. Because I'll sit comfy at 120, but I know that my best like race weight is like 116, 115. And listen, guys, I don't care about my weight. It's not that. It's just that like you know that you run faster at a certain weight and like you clean it up like I won't have as much wine or ice cream or whatever like you, you understand what I'm saying like yeah. it's not that I, I'm just trying to get to that point where I perform best and so for this race um, I'm usually a hypoglycemic and I, I fought this for a long time but um, I started doing intermittent fasting and it worked really well and I got the like I just I don't know my body just like elevated I felt it physically in my performance and like appearance that like it just worked for me, and I was surprised at that. But then also this other thing I did, which I think helped a lot, and people underestimate it, but I found frozen beets at Trader Joe's, and I put them in my smoothie every goddamn day. I made sure I had a smoothie with beets because uh, beets help your hemodynamics as an athlete. They help you perform better, recover better. Red blood cell, hemodynamics, red blood cell. Well, hemodynamics, because they have nitrates, which are vasodilators, Mm -hmm. so you perform better, right? Because your blood flows can, like, move through the vessels faster, right? But also... um, Is it it, a vasodilator? Yes. Mm -hmm. But beets also have a lot of iron, which attaches to hemoglobin. Hemoglobin carries oxygen. So, in general, there's a lot of stuff going on with beets that, like, makes you perform better. Mm -hmm. And I, like... And even if it was a placebo effect, I still... 100% 100% I'm going to keep doing it. Well, talking about placebo effect, a lot of people, um, as far as like nutrition goes and training goes, people, I guess, I'm going to try to put this into words, as far as uh, placebo goes with just wellness. Oh, like supplements and stuff. Like, yeah, like just overall wellness. Like maybe there's not like because I know some people are like oh you can't drink you can't do this mm. I think sometimes actually drinking indulging a little bit yeah. actually helps the mind and yeah. I think yeah I don't think it's going to cause that much of a decrease in performance as as opposed to the positive you're going to get from enjoying yourself during your training it depends cycle. on the timing you know like the week leading like Monday through Friday leading up to a Saturday race of course not you know or maybe have one glass with dinner on a Tuesday but like the night before, maybe no, a, maybe that. a beer because beer actually helps buffer lactate. It has a like a carbonate like effect. Uh, the yeast. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. You mentioned this one time I in your did, podcast, and you didn't remember why. Yeah, but about a lactate buffer. It, yeah, it's a lactate buffer, not lactic acid, guys. That's a misnomer. 
Well, another thing I wanted to say is that the, our whole thing with at ATP and this everything that we talk about today that we're talking about in this podcast, uh, this particular one at at Atometry Performance, we always train for performance, and that's what we encourage our athletes is training for performance, not aesthetics. Training for being functional and for for completing the tasks at hand. You know, that's a that's a big thing that we wanted to focus on with the gym and and applying it to life. Well we're sports based. performance. Yeah. So you I know. don't aesthetics will come. Performance always comes first. Performance and wellness first. Aesthetics will come after. Yeah, we know you love the rain. So going back to um, Norams because I know we talked about the warm up and let's go to Ben now. yeah we talked about your warm up Ben's going to yeah. go into the 15 hold on I actually have a question for Ben though regarding the 3k what was your interpretation of my failure <laughs> he's a psychiatrist but not only that like he knows me very well and I think were you surprised at me failing or like did you see my struggle and understand it or were you like what the fuck is wrong with her why can't she get it um like, what were you thinking? Your struggle gave me concern for my own struggle. <laughs> like, oh, You're so much better as a, like, obstacle athlete, though. I, 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 Just I, with, like, I would disagree. Uh, maybe because of the sweaty hand thing? Is that why? Or? Um, no, I... I, I, mean, I, I, I can't do Sam Ladder. You do Sam Ladder. Um, That's your head. Your, yeah. your, your ability... I mean, I guess this, that, that obstacle was reach. That, that obstacle, I, I mean, I, I knew... Did I, I made it look harder than it was. Um... My concern when that happened was, is she going to get in her own head about this or is she going to, is she going to be fine and move forward? So what I would do is that whenever, every time you fell, I would look at your face and, and I would see, does she look determined and just kind of calmly ready to get in line? Um, it would vary. Sometimes you had a look of determination. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna get back in line. I'm gonna shake this off. Confusion, that, I think. A lot. Uh, I didn't. I didn't detect too much confusion. I detect more determination. Like, okay, let's regroup. I mean, like you said that you were confused, but I didn't read the confusion on your face. Uh, I was more concerned about. I, I don't want to see dejection. Like yeah. when you landed, do your no. shoulders go down? Does your ch- no. does your head go down? I, I didn't I see that. I honestly refuse to be like that because I'm so grateful to be able to do this stuff in general I think everybody should be that and always like if you're going to pay money to train and travel and do these things always look at the positive so even when I was feeling that I was almost kind of like in the end like in retrospect of looking back at that day like that night when I got home I would like place I was like thinking like I'm almost grateful I had that struggle you know what I mean because I I thought I had everything and I was like I kind of liked that I had that mm-hmm. almost but I never felt like it, it does like, it does you, you know this is the end you know, OCR racing is one of those things where, like, you you could call a really successful race one that you don't struggle in and you fucking nail it, or you could call a successful race a race where you do have things that 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 test you. Yeah. And and yeah. I think a lot of guys at it's our gym. Attitude, really. Yeah. A lot of guys at our gym are so are so time oriented. Yeah. Um, that that their idea of a successful race is. Everything's yeah, got to be kind of, kind of yeah clean. Everything clean. And I, I which which Saturday was for me, so yeah maybe. So I I like the clean aspect, but I love I love the idea of I don't I, I for me personally I don't want a race ever to be easy. If I do a race and it feels easy, yeah. either I signed up for too easy of a race or I didn't push it enough. Yeah. Um, I want I want some struggle in there. 
Did you have struggle? Um, on obstacles or on the what obviously the run, the running, oh, well, the, uh, the, the cramps. Yeah, obstacle wise, the only the only uh, obstacle that I struggled with, I think, was. Uh, on crying the, like a bitch. Crying like a bitch. <laughs> no, so the obstacle would be not crying. I failed at the obstacle of not crying, which we're going to get into. And I'm going to clarify some things. I'm pointing at the microphone because this is an important point. Um, Turn this way, man. Yeah, where are you going? Turn away from the mic. Oh. Um, you can face us. I got, I got my leg up right now, okay. and I keep on bumping it. Um, the hardest obstacle for me was probably, uh, probably Gibbons. Uh, either the first or second day, but I I still got it on the. Did your hands rip at any point? Nope. Nope. My hands were great. Um, people were asking me. People that didn't know anything about Noram, like like newbies to OCR at our gym, especially, would be like, "Let me see your hands," because they would see all this stuff on the internet about people ripping their hands, and I saw some bad ribs. Really bad. I didn't, I didn't have any of that. The first day, one dude from another team that we know, like, blood, like it looked like he freaking slid his wrist. It was so bloody. I never seen anybody have a callus or whatever happened and rip open his hand and bleed like that yeah and that happens all the time in the gym it never like that yeah no I, this, this this my main concern going into this race was my hands uh because I, I have sweaty hands i was so concerned mm. i wasn't concerned about a rip i was just concerned about sweaty hands and throughout the race like i never felt like my hands were being tested um like grip wise grip wise yeah i Did just you feel insecure with your sweaty no actually you had a towel uh, yeah, I, I I basically taped a towel to my to my leg. <laughs> they say no chalk, guys. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I would I would use it a little bit as I came up to each obstacle. But truth be told, uh, no, the hand sweat was was much ado about nothing. You went through, you through it. Yeah, um, no, the only obstacle that that was a challenge that that ended up being like a challenge where I was like, what the fuck's going on? Was Gibbons, and I think even on that day I got it on the fourth. Third or fourth. Fifteen K. no, the fifteen K I got it on the first or second try. The oh, the first day. The first day, I think I got on the fourth. Okay. The fifteen k, I got it on the first or second, and then the the um, the speed course, I got on the first. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Ben, tell me about what happened. Okay, walking into the fifteen k, walking up to the starting line, and anything that you have beforehand, I want to know what you were feeling and what was going through. So I you ping pong. And give me no, the, it was pretty calm. Give me the thoughts. Then we're going to go into uh, the race. I, I, so, I, I know, I know, I know, you. So my prep for the 15K was actually a heck of a lot better than my prep for the 3K. Well, 3K was on a whim. You yeah. sign up late. Well, no, I mean, I don't, I don't mean prep before. I mean, like, day of prep. Like, gotcha. um, okay. So, th- <laughs> like... Th- like, didn't eat breakfast or some shit? Well, okay, so the journeyman ran at, at, uh, at 3.15. That sucks. Yeah, they were freaking and, late and, all day. And so, late. yeah, so I, ran, I actually ended up starting at 4, but we got to the mountain at about 8. Mm, and I spent... That sucks. I spent from 8 to mm, 4 wow. on the mountain, like, walking and cheering yeah, for people. Yeah, And about 2 true. o'clock, I was like, fuck, I am yeah, so exhausted and dehydrated. Mm. I need to go, like... So, so the 3K... Damn. But it was just 3K, so it ended up oh, being fine. Okay, but for the 15K, I said, like, I'm going to go to the mountain yeah. early with... I think I went with you. I went to the mountain with Coach. Cool, but yeah. I saw her go off, and then I took the gondola up, and I kind of... I listened to some folk music, and I got... I Normally, before races, like, before Atomic Wars, I'll put on, like, some... Some Calming. fucking Breaking Benjamin, like blah, 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 oh. fucking metal. Bleh. Breaking Benjamin's not metal, but like I'll I put love on. How s- you went for a band with your name in it? I know, right? Um, <laughs> attention! It's just it's more attention for me. Um, but but band. but before but before the fifteen k, I decided I went I went more of like a 
I went more of a stand-up comedy and Mumford and Sons route, and I was like, okay, this is going to get me into more of a, a relaxed state, relaxed place. So I, wa- I actually I walked to the mountain very, very calmly, like and 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 just took it and That's took it. To like I watched some sports. Me. I watched sports and I watched like Little League World Series, yeah. which I do not give a flying shit about. But, but it was just like think- just sitting there. I think I read my, one of my psychology books and it was just like, I'm going to treat this a lot more relaxed. And so then we both did that kind of. You know, we didn't even know it about each other, but we both like kind of were like just more chill about the 15k yeah i i wanted to take that approach of, of and, then, and then for the for the for the team course i i, I went back to the old system yeah. of uh get that get that adrenaline because it's shorter it's short yeah um i do want to say real quick i want ben to continue because i want to hear this we haven't heard each other's story so it's awesome but um you know what i did luigi mm. when i woke up saturday and i was just missing you guys and also very important in my race um I was missing you guys, and I just was not in the mood. You know, I was disappointed from the day before, even though I did relatively well, you know. I, I mean, I kept my band, and I just, my mindset had changed, and I was, like, kind of like, why why aren't I excited about this? You know, it, was, it didn't feel like race day as much. So I listened to your podcast with my brother, mm-hmm. and it was so funny that it got me out of my feeling, yeah. and I was so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And then um, during the hike up the mountain and, like, through the race, I kept thinking that I was, like, running to the finish line and you and Marco were going to be there Aww. and that like really pushed me Aww. yeah I don't know if I told you that <laughs> you did tell me that okay good <laughs> now everybody knows <laughs> she's like here Ben take the mic sorry Ben it's fine she's here Ben take the mic I think for me um one of the biggest things that helped, because I took this, like most races don't really give me too much anxiety at this point, but this one, this one, you know, it, def- it definitely, I, I would not have been happy if I came home and did not, did not have obstacle completion. But one of the things that helped um, remind me, like as serious as this is, one of the things that helped remind me, like, dude, it's not a big deal, is just that there were five of us on the trip, uh, me, the two of us, uh, Eric, John, and Rachel, and we laughed so hard about so many so many just goofy fucking random video you guys never was it you that never seen the video or no Rachel the leprechaun Leprechaun. I saw leprechaun 10 years ago you and I had seen it and they had it Rachel and John and we went to the store together and it's the like he has like a magical I want to know where that goes at (laughs) it was yeah i think you introduced me yeah. to it but like they had never seen it rachel the younger ones of our group oh, rachel God. and john I die when i watch that so I funny but he pulls out this magical flute yeah, this this is is flute. wards off spales <laughs> we laughed a lot i think it's a crackhead <laughs> yeah. you got a hold of some bad stuff got a host of the wrong stuff oh my god i love that and they have an amateur sketch yeah, I mean, yeah. Of the leprechaun. Oh my god, look it up, guys. So a lot of it's old. A lot of people have seen it. It's, yeah, it's, look it up. It's a news broadcast in Alabama. It's worth another. Good just, just, just YouTube leprechaun Alabama. It'll be the first yeah, thing that pops up. Exactly. For sure. But just a lot of laughing. Um, like everyone kind of had their own little. Like my catchphrase throughout the weekend was the word "boing." Uh-huh. And just just yelling, boing, and it just it, just to remind you that just to remind ourselves, like you know, like this is important, it's yeah. serious, but like let's we just let's just fucking go have some fun, guys. Mm-hmm. And and like everyone was super chill. There was no there was no dramatics that happened on the weekend. I mean, it, yeah, it, it was a great trip. It, it was, yeah, it, it went it, it went it went as good as it could have. So for sure. something funny that happened on the trip. Um, I and think this could be after the race, before the race. During, give me, give me something funny. Um, 
I, I was rather entertained by the fact that John and I had a bedroom that had four beds in it that we shared, and we both ended up just sleeping on the couches because the bedroom we thought was haunted by this. Like no we, we, it was this. It, it was, was this like old. old like we were driving, trying to find the place, and like we're passing. Like, oh, look at this gorgeous modernized log cabin house. Oh, look at this gorgeous modernized rustic house. And we get to ours, and it's like fucking Bavarian 1930s. Like, Bavarian. Some like like. There's going to be people hiding under the floorboards from, from the, from the Nazis and like just there's we found we found a basement with like God, we surely had some sort of poltergeist oh, in yeah, it. Freaking basement! I would. Oh, I didn't go in. No, I opened it to my head oh, and I was like, nope, yeah. I'm not paranormal activity. <laughs> it's my like fucking a floorboard in the middle of the kitchen. Or something. It's crazy. So John and I just like I don't open it up yeah. and see. So John and I just slept on the uh, on the couches. Wait, uh, did you see that there though? Because there's TV. No, the couches were super comfortable. The beds were just like stiff. It was, it was just stiff and like like, like camp cots. Like yeah. if you were to go to, like a sleepaway camp, it would yeah. be like camp cots. Um, I'm trying to remember like, other specific moments uh, that, that were funny. I, I, I continuously held the group up by uh, oh, petting every farted. dog. Didn't you fart in the gondola? Yeah, something? I had some. I had some gondola <laughs> gas, and I was bad. I was wrecking it. And we, we, the gondola is not quick. So Casey, gondola. Uh, the gond- the gondola was funny because th- so there were there were two groups of people. So it was the four of us. Uh, Eric was running while the four of us were on the gondola, and and Rachel and I had been skiing and snowboarding respectively in the past. So we're very used to it. And John and, and Coach had, nev- John had, had never been on a gondola. Yeah, and you had never been on a gondola. Yeah, and they were just like like any time there was like a little breeze, they, were they was like oh, oh what the fuck was that? I was like guys, fucking relax, we're fine. Um. And then I would fart, and that would sort of di- divert the attention from the mortality, the, the impending doom that Coach was like, if I fart on her, she'll forget that she's going to die. They were open. I opened them up. Okay. What happened after? So tell me about the race, the 15K. It was, I mean, it was the most fun race I've ever had, without a doubt. Um, when did you start? When did, when did you bitch out? When did the pain start? You never bitched out. She's fucking with me. You'll see why. Um, when did the pain, the pain start? start? I know, I know exactly when, when the pain start started. Hitting? When did it start hitting you? Uh, it hit me in a very specific moment you in time. Realize that you had to start digging deep. Go ahead. Uh, it hit me um, doing the devil steps because uh, the, the second day, the guy, I, I it, it hit me for two reasons. Describe the devil steps for me. Please. So basically, picture devil steps as as stairs without the the vertical aspect. So it's just horizontal slats uh-huh. that are shaped like stairs, and you. You're upside down facing out, and you climb up the stairs upside down with your hands, and then you turn and you climb down another set of stairs. Yeah. Uh, make an upside down V. I guess it's an, a, an A-frame, essentially. A-frame. Think, of, think, of, think of like an A-frame. Um, and I came up to that obstacle, and there were 35 people. And I was feeling really good about my time, and I was actually treating that race pretty competitively. And there were 35 people in line uh, waiting to go. There were six columns, but there were like six people waiting to go in each column, but no one was going. And I was like, is, is it broken? Like, and I ran up and said, like, can I just go? Is, is the obstacle broken? Like, what's going on? Why wait? And it was like, no, we just can't, we, like, no, we just can't do it. And I was like, okay, can I go? And they like let me through and I just went boop, 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 boop and, and down because that's just an obstacle that I had a chance to practice on. Awesome. And when I landed, I was like, my thought was, I, I got these, I got these motherfuckers. And then like the second I had that thought, my leg was just like cramped. No, you don't. Really? But it was also because they let you hook your foot around the wood. Oh, that did it. Um, Is that where you cramped? 
and that's that's where like I felt I felt it start, but it was also karmic because like when I did the I did the devil steps when a lot of other people were struggling, and I was like, I got this. Like, these motherfuckers don't even know what I'd be. Oh, my leg. Oh, please, God, my leg. So so that's when it started. But that's when I felt it. Like yeah. Sorry, I went to the yeah. Uh, that's that's when they. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you hooked, and, and and it was just the angle I had my leg at. I will relate that to giving birth in a sense because it's like the way you like have to spread out. Well, for me, as a little athlete, I guess. But it was just like, Wah! like to pull yourself to safety. Yeah, it was. It was, it, it was. And in, in retrospect, I should have just. It was so I should have just that it was like built up a I should, and like opening up. I should have like, just built up a swing in retrospect. So keep going about um, the, uh, the when the, your leg cramped up, and this is when you realize you got to start. Uh, you had to dig. Around there, like I, I felt the beginnings of it. I felt those twin, those pre-cramp twinges, I hate that. I uh, and I was like, "Oh, I, I know what's coming." And for those of you who haven't had a cramp before, it's it's the worst. Like I remember LeBron James got a cramp in the 2014 NBA Finals because the uh, AC went out in the uh, where the San Antonio Spurs played, and I was like, this "Little little bitch, he ain't got nothing." And then I'm like, "Oh no, I am so sorry, Mr. James. <laughs> Not that he's listening to this podcast or me ever, but like, but I like that was." Like, oh my god! That was like the, I can't the, wait till LeBron James listens to this broadcast. <laughs> um, but just my entire legs were just just shot, and, and so the last those last two miles, I was I was just having to walk at a snail's pace, and I was so terrified that like everyone who passed me because I was feeling really good about my time, I was like, "Fuck!" Everyone who passes me is a journeyman, and so like everyone who passed me, I would, like I would like try to slyly like look and like, "Oh, what you know, what, what what group are you in?" Just like. Hoping that they don't, and no one said journeyman, which which was nice, because um, the two guys who beat me at journeyman beat me by like an hour. Like I wasn't even close to them. Really? Oh, the two the two top really journeymen were journeyman, fucking. Man. I don't know. Because they're probably like me, and they're and like every time they go to qualify for a race, they just your, play. Was your time faster than mine? Or, no, Eric's time was faster than mine, and then it was me, and then you. I was. I think I was three hours and one minute or something like that. Okay, I was under three. I was like two fifty three. I think. Yeah. Um, so the cramps probably started a little after, and and, and like the, the, the the struggle is we would get to like the, the frustrating part of the cramps of the fact that they're miserable is I would get to an obstacle that I know that I can fly over and I couldn't like they had an inverted wall you know just one of like a wall that's angle cramp wall yeah it is <laughs> it is because when you hook your leg and I so I I had to I had to jump do a pull up hook my arms over and then just start swinging my legs back and forth like what you can't see me doing but what they can't. And and I just it, it felt it was just frustrating knowing that I can fly over that stuff. So I, I mean I did it all, and then the um, the meme that that is now circulating uh, the ATPs thing. So real quick, so, no, 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 so what no. we have, hold on, hold on, you we, left out some well, important information right there. Wait, okay. real, go ahead. What do you got? Okay, no, 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 no. All right, like I said, I fi- I I went first, so I finished first, and I'm I then go to like this uh, it's kind of like a what what is it? it's like a ski town i don't know but we had the base camp is the village yeah the village of the ski resort and so you run past all these restaurants like down like a path like after doing this mountain race you run down this like you know like downtown area almost for this ski lodge and there's all these restaurants and bars and i decided to get food a beer and wait to see each teammate and i was determined to like find each of them and i see I, I, see, I mean, you guys all had the same... Gaunt look on our face. Like, in a sense of, like... like No, actually, Eric looked really good. I don't think... He, did, did Eric cramp? He, he didn't cramp till the no, third Eric day. No, Eric looked great. He cramped on the third day. Yeah, the third day. Because he mean, had, he had yeah, the, the sandbag the, again. Oh, jeez. But no, um, Eric looked great. Uh, John, I was surprised to see. 
had cramps and then same thing with you because I knew so the last obstacle is Urban Sky which is a really cool fun obstacle that we knew we could do and I'm like watching Ben just like pause and like start crying you know <laughs> no no not true no. are you serious I'm good well, they were my tears I'm not denying crying because you had tears oh my god yes okay so the tears started earlier okay <laughs> I'm not going to say this in a more flattering way to myself, believe me. I believe um, So it was, there was sort of an obstacle gauntlet um, right before um, you got to the end. But like, you know the end is coming. When you, when, like, when you pass a certain obstacle, like, you know the end is coming. And it just starts to, you just start to, like my, me personally, think about just start to think about everything. And I, and I did those last three really well. I mean, one of them was called, it was called Littlefoot or something, or Bigfoot. And it was, no, no end of this race you're thinking about the other race because you did two short courses the end of this race there's actually oh no you're right i'm sorry i know i know um yeah um i hit those three fine and i know stupid the one that i love i love i loved under over i have a dent in my head still from whacking the shit out of my skull when i flipped over the first thing or I don't know, first thing, I think. Remember I told you, I was like, why does my head hurt? Oh, my God, I have a dent there. <laughs> my f- I could not remember doing this because adrenaline, and I was just like, ow! <laughs> I told I told Rachel, actually, I told her to do this, and she did it very well. I said, when you guys are going to coach me when you see me on this, what I need you guys, what I need you to do, Rachel, I need you to be the angel on my shoulder because I know that coach is going to be the devil on my shoulder. And I was doing over under and someone's filming it and I could hear you say, Ben, hurry the fuck up. I want a beer. Come on. And then Rachel, yes. And then Rachel, like just on cue said, Ben, run your race. You're doing good. And I was like, that was the 3k though, right? That was the 3k. 3K, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, was volunteering for yeah. 15k. So but it was just funny having like I, I, I told her like you, you're gonna have to be because I normally love getting yelled at like come on you fucking do it and I normally make it that works but I knew this race I was gonna be in an already pretty emotionally oh. special place so I'm gonna need someone to like say good job you. So he didn't tell us our roles but he looked at I remember you looking at me before I think before you started the 15k or whatever one I don't remember but you were like coach you know what I mean and I was like I guess I'm just gonna call him a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't I need coach call me call me a bitch. I'm like, come on. So, so the, 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 the tears, so I circle the, the last, so there's two obstacles left and one of them was just hop over a car. So that wasn't a big deal. And as I go in it still, but still an immense physical pain, I hop over the car and I'm going down that straightaway and, and, and there were a ton of people on that straightaway just cheering you on. And I was like, I, I know that I have one more thing to get through and this is what I have been training for, for so long. And so I had, I had, I was saver. I got, and I got Aww. sentimental. So I was still in a lot of physical pain. I think the majority of the tears were just like, "Oh my God, you, you, this is it!" Like you're at the apex. You're at the apex. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm at the apex. Like holy, holy shit! Yeah, I know I was going to be fine on it. And it just all of the powerful emotions of you're getting that. You know, you're going to get that I didn't band. Expect that from you. No, oh, because I, I wasn't like that. You know, and like I would feel like, like I would make like as a female, maybe I should do that before you. And so I was like pleasantly surprised and like secretly laughing. I almost wish I could find the original video because I'm pretty sure I insult you. you <laughs> and I say, bite that fucking lip and go or something like that. And I actually love it because there were a ton of people there during Urban Sky, which made it, which made it more powerful. And I, 
I, like, there were a lot of people waiting in line to do Urban Sky because they had fallen, and I know what I looked like going yeah. up, just a, just a wreck of a man. <laughs> and so there's a picture of it. <laughs> and so there's a picture of it that, that, that's a meme that everyone knows about. But I, 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 as I was, I, was climbing, I, I couldn't climb up the pole because you had to use your legs to climb up the pole, so I had to do a pull-up on the pole to, and stabilize my legs, and I know everyone's like, this kid is about to die. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I, just, I went through it the first time and hit the bell and then immediately just face plant on the ground. Yeah, it, there's a video that, was that I posted. I that it was <laughs> yeah. You can tell that his legs, legs did not fall. It was just like, boom, like, yeah. a, like a collapse. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. so now at, this, at the gym, we're offering people a free Spartan race that... For the best meme. For the best meme of Ben's face. So that we have this... Casey got a great shot of Ben with his sad face. No, right. I didn't get that picture. It was found by John G., who was on the strip, <laughs> on, like, some, like, like secondary site. Like, not Norams, but, like, another site that took pictures. And they got Ben right before he starts <laughs> oh the Oh, my obstacle. God. It's great. With the, you ever see the, the sad clown face? It looks exactly that. And it's exactly... It. No, yeah, you're good. Wait, it's I want to show you something. It's exactly the sad clown face. And so now we have oh, people from the gym have submitted God, hundreds of memes to win this Spartan race. And I'll tell you, it's getting pretty funny and it's pretty cool. So the winner is going to be chosen like way before you guys hear this. So I'll, I'll tell you my favorite because nobody knows how the voting process is. Well, obviously Ben's a good sport, so we're letting him decide the winner. But him and I both, uh, he hasn't seen all the memes, P.S., but I have I've seen all the memes and I've shared them all on our Instagram yes, story. Yeah. But like, oh man, my favorite was actually so simple. Uh, I love it. Susan, <laughs> Susan Jin from our gym. She's Susan Jim or from Susan our gym. Gin. Gin is that how you I say? I think it's Gin. Oh, yeah. you're probably right. G I N N. G I N N. You know who you are. Hashtag KFG. Go ahead. Keep fucking going, right? All right, um, it says channeling your favorite Muppet character, and it's this freaking puppet that has the exact same, like, I can't even make a frown as big as Ben has one. Like, it's so cartoonish, this face that he gave, like, <gasps> so Su- here I go. Susan created the <laughs> meme and put the, the Muppet right next to him, so that's, that's, an elite, that's one of the leaders right now. Yeah, and then, hold on, there's another one that it's, like, um... We both like this one from Debbie. I think she's probably going to win. Debbie says the face after every episode of This Is Us. And it it doesn't get more perfect than that because Ben also loves This Is Us. And he's a big fan of it. Yeah. Of that And Debbie's not. Yeah, and Debbie's not. So it's like an inside joke. Debbie's smart. Yeah. Because that show is an emotional roller coaster shit She did a good... Hold on. I got to show you one from... um, Mario did a funny one. There was a lot of funny ones. Oh, yeah. Um, The pictures? Yeah. Hold on. There's one that Mario did the first day. It's like, okay, so mine was that moment you realize it wasn't just a fart. So that was my meme to get the contest oh, okay. started. That's, that's all right. There's some um, really bad ones too. So let me set. let me just like, read off some. Okay, you don't. You're, these are anonymous. So here's the voting process starting right Take now. Over, guys. Excuse me. Because the winner's chosen on tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's the last day to get your submissions, guys. You're not going to know this before then. Anyways. um... Woke up today. It was terrible. Okay, next. All right, guys. It's time for the ball-busting finisher, says Casey. Everyone, the what? What do you think? When you try to work out, but your ex keeps coming to the same class as you? Uh, Seems a bit traumatic. Yeah. Um, Ran the 9.30 heat. Team ran at 9.15. Listen, I don't know what this means. TFW? That feeling when. 
that feeling when the lines at the obstacles are ridiculous and they like photoshopped me and John Chi because we were all at Norium. Yeah, that's a, a Winkler one. Yeah. Okay, this one's funny. Bada bing, eh, forget about it. My name is Ben. Look at my stupid face. Mario. <laughs> that is Mario. My, one of my favorites. That was pretty good. Because it's so stupid. This one's also Look fantastic because we're both Irish. <laughs> when you're Irish as fuck, but your mouth and chin is 100% Italian. That's pretty good, too. That is pretty funny. Who did that? Mario. Mario's creative. He's a creative uh, guy. Uh, I love that one. Uh, Susan Ginn. Jin, we're in debate about her last name. How you it's say Gin. it? G I N N. She's in eight AM all the time. I don't know. I'm just taking a stab. How do you at say it. that football player's name? Is it Ted Ginn or Ted Jin? Teddy Ginn. Ted Ginn. G I N N. Um, channeling your favorite Muppet character during a race. I oh. love so. So she did that one, and I thought that was so clever because uh, either that or this dude, is us one. yeah, Those are two really good ones. Th- um, the face when no chalk is in class. The face when you make you make when you realize you're an open wave guy. That's kind of funny. It's pretty good because that's why I, I have a perpetual open wave guy. The look when he knows you're about to see his entire browser history. I promised myself I wouldn't cry, but then I saw my reflection. I think that was Mike making fun. Of <laughs> that probably was Mike. I don't even remember at this point. Everybody sent me so many. Um, when you're trying to finish the race and the person in front of you is posing instead of moving, and they put me in there, like in front of you as Photoshop. Nah. Uh, when the person behind you in line is hoping you fail, and then I'm behind him, photoshopped once again. <laughs> well, that's me crossing the finish line, actually. Okay, when you gave her everything you had the night before the race and realize you're out of testosterone. <laughs> what? All right, I'm, I'm done with these. Okay. There's no more funny ones. Okay. All right. I would thank say, you guys. Thank you for the submission. To me right now, it's a two. It's a two-way race between Debbie versus us and. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I didn't even read hers. Susan and Mario, I think, is pretty good. Wait, we didn't see Debbie's. Hold on. Let me find hers real quick because... We already said Debbie's. No, but no, you didn't say what it actually was, right? That this is that us. That you get after watching an episode. Oh, okay. That's yeah, it. That's it. correct. That's correct, yes. Yeah. So, Ben, so you finished the race. How'd you feel after you finished? Because oh, you cried already, so... <laughs> it's incredible. I, I probably kept... I think I imagine I probably kept crying just because I was like, this is just... This is one of the, the coolest... One of the, one of the coolest feelings of... Um, yeah, there it is. One of the coolest feelings I've had of, of just accomplishment. And now I'm with all my friends, and uh, and it was just, yeah, it was, it was an incredible feeling. And like the, that, that was the emotional race. Like the other two races, like I finished the 3K, and I was just like, I'm, I'm ready for tomorrow. Let's make it happen. And then I, we finished the team race, and I was like, I was super amped, like kind of getting that like chest thumping, like aggro-y. Mm-hmm. And part of me was like, I bet you I'm chest thumping and aggro-y. To make up for yesterday's, like, oh my god, the journey was so beautiful, blah, crying. <laughs> so, Casey, funny. you, after you finished the race, how mm. did you feel? Oh man, I was. Well, okay, so like that last little section that you know. I said to take her phone away from her Sorry. and bend No, I was, I was looking at my. Um, <laughs> I started clearing like old photos and yeah, videos. That's what that's I was what doing. Happens. So, I was showing him the memes. Um, <laughs> So finishing the race, honestly, like, I was so proud of myself. And, I, like, I almost hate to say it out loud, but, like, I was like, wow. Like, I was surprised how good I felt. And I knew I knew I was towards the end, and I knew I should have fucking picked it up regardless, but I knew I, there was nobody near me. So I was like, whatever's going to be is going to be, you know? And, like, honestly, because I think I went more fat adaptive, I need to figure out my race fuel because this turned out to be, like, a near three-hour race, and cliff blocks were starting to, like, get to me you know like that like almost like nauseous from all the sugar 12 hours fuck that (laughs) fuck that three hours i I was like nauseous off the sugar and then so knowing that like that finish line stretch that we had done the day before same thing 
I was just like smiling. I was beaming and there's, and I felt great. And somebody actually has a video of me finishing urban sky and I'm just like sticking my tongue out. Like, you know, and then I land and I go, woo! And I freaking, and the funny thing is I'm almost like envious of Ben making a big deal, but can I, like, he looked like, can I do this? Because there's a crowd around and the crowd went crazy for Ben because he paused me. I got right up there and nobody gave a shit. Like, it was just like, okay. Like, Mm -hmm. but he got this like uproar because he, Oh my God, he looked like shit. And he finished. And like, I, I freaking like landed and I fucking started running and I was, and then like, you know, it, it kind of does suck when you don't have a team at the finish line with you to like celebrate with. And I just started crying when I saw the results. Like I couldn't help it. And I immediately found like this group of women that was selling massages. And I was like, I'll take a massage. <laughs> I just got four and I don't know why I'm crying. Like, cause everybody was looking at me and I'm just like walking to get my stuff. And I'm like, it's happy tears. <laughs> like I couldn't talk to anybody. And then Ben shows up like, well, I'll get a massage. She's like, Hey, and, just, like, my head under, under. and I'm, I think I was like snotting. Cause like, you know, when you cry, you start to like run your nose. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, Ben, you should move. So, so yeah, you got fourth place. The goal was top twenty. You got fourth. That was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I was really proud of you about that. Thank you. And what did you what did you take out of it? Like, what did you from this race doing what you did, accomplishing what you accomplished? What do you get out of it, positive and negative? Mm. If there is any negative, but you guys, I gotta touch on. You know that. what's funny is that the the reason, like, what I think is funny is you saying if there is any negative, hundred percent. I do have no negative, and you walked away for this. You had to use the restroom, but me and him were talking. I don't believe in traveling and paying all this money to not have a good time one way or another. It is 100% your attitude no matter what happens. You know, like you have to like enjoy learning from lessons. And I mean, I mean, yeah, I had a I had a phenomenal weekend when I look back at it and you know, leaving there I felt fantastic, but um what what I learned is one, I've heard other people say like, "Oh god, aren't you upset you got fourth or something like that? It's like, hell no. Like, I didn't even think I would get top 20. I thought it was going to be a struggle because the first day in the 3K, it was a bigger age group, 30 to 39. The second day was 35 to 39. So going up the mountain and the whole time, I knew I was top 10. I never lost sight of top 10. And then I just fucking passed women on obstacles. And then I didn't know what I was, but I knew I was top 10 and that's all I cared. I was like, fuck, I just, I knew I was already getting my goal. Um, So... Everybody get that out of your head. Like, I'm not sour. And not that they're saying this about me, but, like, other people that, like, feel bad about themselves, they get fourth. Like, oh, I, I missed podium. Like, fuck that. Like, that is amazing. And that is God telling you to, like, just go that a little extra because it's right there. You yeah, know? so you're hungry. And so I'm fucking hungry. And I know that I still need to learn to become a better runner. So I have all these, like, road races lined up to next year. And I'm so excited to, like, get everybody else into this goal because it will no matter whether you're a good OCR racer or not like it's such a fun thing to do as a team like because there's so much spectator area and these cool ass obstacles and like you're in Vermont and it's just like it's just fun like I would go even if I was just coach so and I couldn't race I, I would love the, it the first thing that when you came back you were like, uh-huh. I can't wait to bring everybody like mm. all the athletes back next year I can't wait like you like, I know how to train for yeah. this I know that we can do good or do well, and we did. Our our team did phenomenal. That was the first. Eric got top ten in his age division, so Ben got third. I got fourth. 
Uh, everybody kept their band. I don't John like everybody. Hundred percent. That never John happens. John never saw a mountain in his life. And yeah. Kept his band. And that's the thing is that never happens. And like a lot of times, like for somebody who's never raced on a mountain, like I know John G was hard on himself about this, but like, like keeping your band was the is the biggest deal about this kept, race. I did, I did some of the math. We we kept all. There were twelve races. We kept our bands for all twelve races. That means I think. When I figured out that we, as, as a group, we did 288 obstacles. Wow. And we completed all 288. And I... I Nerd. And I played with the numbers for a bit. I think 47% of people, 47% of races kept their bands. Um, so un, under half. So I'm so, saying people don't prepare right. We've fucking the, prepared the, right. The, the and we're from South Florida, y'all. So, you know, now we know how to fine tune it and we're dangerous. So statistically, picking any 12 races at random and having all of them keep their bands is, yeah. I mean, the, it, it's just, it's yeah. its a crazy, crazy number. Mm-hmm. Like the odds it that is, we were going to cool. pull that off. And that's a, that's, a, that's a testament to you, to your training program, Casey. Well, thank you, but like... I'm One in 4,096, like, exactly. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? One in 4,096. If you were to take 12 races at random oh. from all of the races that happened... Um, the odds of you pulling out 12 in a row of band completion is 1 in 4,096. I don't know how you that, but okay. He's a freaking brain, this kid. Uh, there's so, 82 toothpicks I just dropped on the floor. So, as far as... as far as there were still 18 in the box, I remember. As far oh, as mental, mental fortitude-wise, you told me the physical aspect or the positives you got out of it. Training the athletes, you knowing what you have to do to become a better runner, you getting hungry again for that competitive... To, to racing competitively, um, Speci- what, specifically for this, yeah. yeah. What are your, what's the mental gains that you got out of this, um, out of this race, out of the training for this race, the whole experience? Like, like I said, having like a two-year-old, there is an adjustment their first year, and then it's like kind of like you get back to yourself the second year. And Marco being two and like just starting school and everything, like. I have that time now to really put towards my training. Like my, like I look at training as a job and like, like mentally, like before I, I was always like, you know, you're tired. You don't want to do it, but you know, you feel better afterwards. And like, I would give into that. I'd be like, you know what? I work hard. It's fine. I'll skip a day. And like now, like I just feel even more motivated but not just for myself, but like to share that with other people. And like, I'm so pumped to, make you guys do more road races even because I've never done that with the with the team like like put a lot of those on the schedule for us and do them with you because I I think people also like having me do it with them versus being on the sidelines like when I was pregnant our first share of business like it's a fun position to be in right now and I'm really enjoying it because it's like riding a wave and I'm so excited for like everyone mm-hmm. so mentally that's what you got out of it I got out of uh I should stop underestimating myself, like, in a lot of aspects. Like, even, like, I don't know. People are competitive about everything. And just, like, who gives a fuck about what anybody thinks, you know? When you know that if you're just, like, if your integrity's there and you're just doing your own thing and you're grinding towards your goals, who gives a shit, you know, about what everybody else is doing? And I don't keep up with anybody's doing because I can't. I have no time. But, like, you know, you hear things about, like, people gunning for you and stuff. And, like, you know, it, it would bother me because I'm like, man, like, I can, le- I can leave it on a race course. But there's, like, personal issues that people bring in because you have 
like a few things in common. But that's just the things when you hear someone say it, when you hear someone else say it about, oh, someone's gunning for you or whatever, until that person comes up to you and says it, it's fake to me. No, you're right. Even if it's true, it's fake. But you know what? So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't treat anybody differently. But like, you never let that. But bother but you, so. it did let me feel very secure in the fact that whether I've been there or not, I fucking knew how to train for this. Because at the end of the day, I'm a well-educated sports performance coach, and being, I fucking knew what to do. Being gunned for, I, I imagine, is 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 kind of a, a flattering thing. Probably because it has because to be yeah because people want to see you go down. But it's not even people seeing you down. It's, it's people. It's people using you as, as that benchmark. You know? Absolutely. No one. No one says. That's a compliment. No. No one. Uh, this is partly a joke. But no one's like, "Hey, there's that crying kid who was petting a puppy earlier. I'm. I want to make sure I beat him. You know. Yeah. We gotta. We gotta take him out and dodge ball. Yeah. Older frisbee. Yeah. Um, guys, Ben is a very good athlete. Even though he makes fun of himself a lot. So what? Okay. Um. What about like yeah, having someone gun for you? I, th- I think is I think is it's it's a, it's, it's it's a form of you know it's, like I have guys like there's these two guys at our gym, uh, Alex and Mario, who I can tell for months yeah, just they look up to me like they're every time I do something I'm like fuck I wish I could do that I'm setting my goal Mario Ciccarello uh, uh, is his Ciccarello. name Ciccarello um, Ciccarello Ciccarello yeah Mario Ciccarello and Alex Winkler are just like I, I just I know they are it's I watch Winkler. them Winkler mm-hmm. Alex Winkler. Alex Wankler, Alex Wanker, Alex Wanker. That's Wanker. it. Wanker. Yeah. Alex Wanker. They just they watch me and they're just like, Fuck, I wish I could do any of that. So Penn, what did <laughs> he applied to you know, Mario only applied to Million Dollar Mile because he was trying to keep up with me. I know. And I then know. and then the show. So actually, the show did call me and they said, Ben, we want actually what we like. LeBron called me. He produced it and they said, Ben, we want to make the show about you. And it's like, all right, look, there's this guy in our gym. His name's Mario. He needs a win. He really needs a W. Like I got so many good <laughs> things going for me. Mario, he's kind of nerdy. He's He's, he's just he's just unique and he could just use a win so give him a call I'll I'll sit this one out I'll, you know have me star on American Ninja Warrior next next year and uh, and then I gave that to Ronald because I wanted Ronald to have yeah, that one so I did Ronald with Solomon. yeah so so Ben tell me what you got positive what positive did you bring did you get out of this race completing this race psychologically you mean yeah physically and psychologically oh. um. I mean, start with physically. Well, actually, I guess I, I mean, I guess the two are kind of combined. Um, I, I, you know, the self confidence uh, of of seeing, you know, th- this is this is what the true benchmark is. Like, this is the race that that really. I mean, lots of races get you know earn respect for different reasons, um, but this this was a real benchmark of a race, and I I did better than I expected so that's cool um, the only negative I can think at all and I don't even mean it as a negative but the only negative I can think of I get, when I finish a good book or when I finish like a TV show and I'm like I remember when I finished Lost oh. I was just like I, after I finished the show Lost like I was lost I was like well what now like what the fuck am I supposed to do like I have been sitting on the last episode of Stranger Things like I watched the first 23 episodes in the in the over in show. one month and it has been one month since I've seen, uh, since I've watched an episode. I haven't because I'm like, oh, I don't want it. I don't want it. So I'm like going to other shows so I don't watch that last episode. So that's not really a negative though. So you, you can't really say it's a negative. But, yeah. but, but I mean like I, I, but like, I got back from the race and I was like, like I mean I, life is good here. I have a full life, wife, pets. I started teaching again at the university. But, but there's just this like, like you, you know what's... what's you have an angst about it? Not, not an angst but like... Because I know the feeling 
that you're saying where you get like almost depressed that like it's over already. Of course. You know? Yeah, because it was just something we've been training for for so long. Like, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I didn't have this at all and I was surprised by that because I was like, nope, going back. But I think that is because of the fourth place thing. I want, I want, I want to qualify. I have goals. Like I want to qualify for my next race. I want to, I want to have a good NNL. I want, like I've been working on it in the NNL course. As, as the, as the um, course designer. Exactly. Um, and but like I, I really, really, really want worlds to be in this hemisphere next semester. So, no. Not next semester, Jesus. <laughs> next, sem- next semester, I'm going to get a C. Um, I, I really want worlds to be here, like really, really badly. Um. So yeah, it's not bad, but it's just like eagerness to be like, wait, when are they gonna announce it? That's awesome. But there was definitely a feel, like a very minor feeling of, like any feeling of emptiness that there was was totally eclipsed by just how much fun yeah. and, and how great of an experience it was. And yeah, like just the the need or like the desire to do it again. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those. Like, and like start right away. Like honestly, like a lot of times, I don't know other people out there, you know, I, and I almost hate to say this, but like. I think it's okay that, like, after your big-ass thing that you've been training so hard for, to just take a break. Because OCR does not have an off-season. You have to almost create your own. And I took, like, kind of two weeks of, like, just, like, strength training. I didn't even run for, like, two weeks after Norams because running's my weakness. So I worked so hard that, like, you know, I gave myself that, like, let me just drink wine and, like, work out for fun. But, like, I'm already back in it where usually it would last longer. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely bought my favorite pack, uh, packs like, of Oreos and stuff. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to have some fun. But, like, but I'm, usually I'm back into it. You might like, be like, oh, let me 2020, y'all get serious about it again. But, like, we're already back in it. Like, I, I feel like I'm back in the grind for training. serious about and, it for next stuff. year. Yeah. That's so important. That's the best part about it. Yeah. Phenomenal race. Do you guys got anything else that you want to touch on as far as the race goes or anything? Anything that's on your mind? Um, the, the, the team race that we did at the end was uh, Eric was strength, Rachel was speed, and I was technique, and that was that was a really cool, different feeling. Um, racing with like I, I definitely felt the added pressure of wanting to race with them and and make sure making sure that I didn't I certainly didn't want to lose my band on any of those days. So that yeah. that was cool to get to see everyone in their element um, in in that kind of way. Uh, but anything other than that specifically? And how'd you guys do as a team? Fifth. You did awesome. Fifth place. And you know what? Shout out to Rachel because, okay, so you, me, and Eric had been planning to go to Norams since, like, January 1st. And then we decided, and, and then Eric kind of pushed us in this team thing. So I was always supposed to be the speed person, right? Speed? You always Yeah. Speed. And then, honestly, but, like, in my mind, like, doing the the team relay was just, like, a, like supposed to be a fun thing. But then when you get there, you, like, it can't just be for fun. But I had put so much into the 15K. My quads were not going to work on the Sunday. And we had our, me and Rachel had already talked about, like, possibly swapping out for that. And I was so grateful that she was up for it because, I like, having had knee injuries in the past and, like, the breaking, like I said, we can't practice that in South Florida. So, like, the breaking going down a mountain for, like, 30 minutes or whatever it took is, like my quads the next day I couldn't take a step down at all and her aspect of the leg was to like run up the mountain as fast as you can run back down the mountain as fast as you can and like I wouldn't have been able to do it and I was so grateful for her to step in and the thing is other people might have been like other people now we're talking about negative might be like oh like she said she was gonna do three races she only did two like that's a loss but not at all like I was happy with my one that I intended to do well you know? Yeah, that was the goal. 100%. 12, 12 races up, 12 races down. Nailed them all. Everybody in our house. Yeah, man. Hope, hope. All right, guys. Well, 
If you don't have anything else, we're going to close it out. We've been doing this for an hour and 38 minutes. So, guys, that's the Rest of Your Perception podcast coming out of you from Casa de la Rotundi with Marco sleeping in the other room. And we're at the kitchen table right now in case he's drinking her wine because that was her plan. Her plan for the, the hurricane, hurricane to hit. She's, her, she's, in, she's in hurricane mode right now. And it's got, not even coming, but that's got, okay. It is coming. We got the shutters up. I got everything in the garage. I got water. We're ready to go. And um, yeah, it doesn't matter because when this podcast gets, gets released, the hurricane's going to be done with. So, But guys, thank you for listening. And it was I had a lot of fun. And See you all next week. As always, the podcast is brought to you by Atomic Training and Performance, the go-to in South Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, for obstacle-based sports performance. Oh, thank you. Strength and conditioning. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.